Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults. Women who are fixated on things they should not be fixated on. A little paranoid. I'm... Can I be honest? Yeah. It seems a little girl crushish. Oh, come it, on. You're wearing the same clothes. Ugh, you're, you're fixing so your hair retarded. the same way. You're spending eight hours a day. I think I have a point. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. This is episode 719, Mommy Fixation. Now, I don't normally care what you do during the day while I'm working. You know what I mean? I've talked before about you are pretty creepy during the day. I'm pretty productive. Really? You're productive, but you what do you spend the entire day watching Well, I six do. days out of seven? I don't normally just sit there and watch, but I'll have it on, so I'm listening. Right. You have and the TV like that, on while you're sewing or yeah. picking your nose or whatever it is you're doing. There's right? always crime shows. It's not just crime. It's how I killed my husband, how I survived a rape. How I uh, managed to pluck out my own eyeball to fend off a parasite infestation. It's better than let's make a deal. I used to think that it was. Now I'm less sure. Because your newest fetish, which has been eating your life. I mean, you're, you're watching it constantly during the day now. You, you don't even check out Dr. Phil anymore. I know. You're like, no, I don't care what kind of tra- train wreck that is on Dr. Phil today. I don't fucking care. I'm going to watch headline news right and true um, tv true tv yeah but true you, tv is my first choice and then when i have no more options then i switch over so what is it that you're watching what is the I, weird creepy fucking thing that you can't tear your eyes off it's the the casey anthony murder trial right i'm watching it live it's very intriguing and i thought it was very intriguing too i mean it's interesting to me to watch mm-hmm. how this clusterfuck of a trial is finally taking place because this thing's been going on for three years right well, not the trial. No, no the but I mean, the whole case has been going, been going like on since 2007. Yeah. Correct. It's been dragging on and on and on. It's horrible. 2008. Okay, 2008. Yeah. It's horrible. I hate it. I hate the whole thing. In mm-hmm. case you don't know, Casey Anthony is the lady who her kid went missing and she didn't tell anybody. Correct. For, for a month. Yes. And then they found a car that she had been driving and it stank like dead people. Mm-hmm. And then they found a little girl with duct tape all over her head. Yes. Correct. Yes. And she's saying, I didn't kill her. And right. the whole world is saying, you're so full of shit. And now it's on trial. Now, mm-hmm. it's incompetent for the most part. Her defense is complete bullshit. Her defense is basically what? That her dad touched her when she was a kid? Yes. That's her. <laughs> and that the kid drowned. And basically, she was has been sexually abused her entire life. So she's. So living in this fantasy let's land. let her go that's what it boils down mm-hmm. to we understand that maybe her kid drowned and then her dad or and before that her dad and her brother touched her so let's just let her go now to be clear there's absolutely no evidence that anybody ever touched this chick mm-hmm. right she's essentially crazy right and even her family's like uh, i'm afraid the bitch is crazy and you know there was a car she'd been driving and it did have a dead little girl in it right well that that's debatable Okay, but there's that's, certain evidence that's there. But. That's the evidence, right? 
you were driving a car and your dead little girl was in it. So That's now you have to, right. Okay. So you've been watching this and mm-hmm. reporting it to me religiously. No. <laughs> I get I get daily <laughs> summaries of court activity from Kim. It's not just a daily one. Whenever something hourly, scandalous yeah. happens and I, I bust into the den and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know what they just tried to do? It's amazing. <laughs> and it is interesting to me because uh, honestly, when you watch cases like this, I really think anybody could be a lawyer. I well, think I have to say that her defense team right wouldn't give me the utmost confidence if they well, had my case that's her, all i gotta say she selected her defense team because while she was in jail she heard somebody mention their name and she said that mm, one correct. That, that'll do mm-hmm. this one this one is good mm-hmm. and they're and probably not the best way to choose your representation no and the thing that's stricken me the most about while watching this is how her defense anytime they're cross-examining a witness they do it in such a way that it makes her their client look, look bad terrible i know <laughs> it's like they're actively working with the prosecution to get this bitch in jail and your theory is that the the defense is acting completely loony yes in an attempt to get a mistrial yes called. they're they're they are attempting to look incompetent in front of the judge which you know is a really dangerous thing to do because you can get disbarred for that well, it's dumb because who's going to want him later? Sure, to right. get you off on this particular case, but then nobody's going to want to hire you later right. down the road. And you, a mistrial is not the same as you didn't do it. A mistrial is let's do it all over again. Mm-hmm. You're not getting out of jail. She's still going to be right. in jail. It's just another three more years or however long to get this shit to trial. Well, so, so that was my theory, like from day one, was that he right. was going to get a mistrial declared. And lo and behold, we're like 10 days into it. And he specifically asked for a mistrial. Yeah. Already. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have time to present. No, he's not even presenting his case. He's like, I, I think we need to just dis- get a yes. mistrial going here. And the judge is like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Fuck you. It's very interesting to me. And it's also interesting because the ratings are very high yeah, right now. It's, it's a, a fascinating case. I mean, I won't deny the fact that it's a fascinating case mm-hmm. because it's a case of she clearly did it. You know what I'm saying? There's not even any real, there, there's no evidence that she didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Your kid right. goes missing and you don't tell anybody for 30 days. You kill them. Well, it's not just that, but she's a chronic liar and her right. web of lies is so wildly intricate. And she's pretty much duped her entire family for years and years. Right. And, years. and it's it's the kind of lie that pervades every aspect of her life. She lied about who her boyfriend was. She lied about who the baby's daddy was. She lied about whether or not she had a job. She lied about the fact that she had a nanny, which she didn't. You know, and then even after she gets arrested, the police are like, well, we would like to go to your office. And she goes, okay. She tells them she works at Universal mm-hmm. Studios, right? Right. They drive her there. She's with the police. They drive her there. They walk up and down the office building for a little bit, and she goes, okay, I lied. Yeah, she was <laughs> completely cornered. It was The whole thing is just really odd. So I'm curious to see uh, how the rest of it plays out, if it does. Right, and the, the thing that interests me about her lies is, you're right, they're very convoluted, and they have lots and lots of detail. Mm-hmm. But they're lies a three-year-old will tell, because they're the kind of lies that she tells people when it's clear she's lying. You know, when she will just stick to her guns until there's yeah. absolutely, because most people, if you say, okay, I have a job at such and such building and your friends go, let's go there and see your office. 
you don't actually get to the office before you fess up. You would up. say, oh, right. it's you getting would... remodeled or right. something. So right. you wouldn't actually have to go. Right. You wouldn't actually go mm-hmm. and then wander around for 10 minutes until everybody was good and uncomfortable and then go, yeah, I don't, I don't have a job. <laughs> it's crazy. And she does it with every aspect of her life. And she's very convincing. And she sticks to her guns. That's the thing. She makes up a story and she doesn't really waver. Yeah, she sticks to it even when evidence is there that it's not mm-hmm. true. This is where my nanny lives. Really? Because no one lives here, nor has anyone lived here for six months. The whole thing is weird. Well, this is where she lives. Are are you on crack? No, this is where she lives. No one lives here. Okay, well, as much as I'm obsessed with it, there are, like, super fans of the trial that will camp out for a spot in the courtroom and that i think is just dumb and they're like storming the gates right whenever they lift up the thing like they're going to a rock concert it's, yeah it's like a who concert general mission everybody come in somebody's getting trampled which is dumb because you will get better seats at home exactly. it, it's like 99 percent of the seats at a sporting event you should have stayed home the sound system is better right. and the commentary get, is exactly. better you get things explained you get to snacks you. and toilets at home right right you can get up and walk around which in these in these kind of trials you just can't, and it's often painfully boring. I mean, there'll be whole yeah. days of just formalities that are being done, and it's it's not fun. Nobody wants to be there. Well, it's also funny because you know the kids are out of school; they're home for the summer now. Correct. And normally, I would go on with my day, and they would be allowed to watch stuff on the TV in the living room, or you know, pretty much. And I'm not going to complain. But I made it very clear this year is not going to be the same, kidlets. <laughs> nobody's this year. Nobody's watching this TV while I'm watching the trial. From eight until two, it's going to be on True TV, and then from two to four, <laughs> it's on Headline News, so I can watch the rest of it. They can have they can watch TV everywhere else in the house, not in the living room. I'm like a cat right. guarding uh, the catnip. <laughs> Don't everybody, touch that remote. Everybody get out of here. Don't talk to me. Don't interrupt. Even though, you know, if something truly interesting happens, they'll rewind and they'll replay kind of like baseball. Right. So you've you've sealed in your, you've locked in for the next, it's going to go through the month probably. It, it'll last until Oh, it's going to last until July. Oh, they already fuck. warned people it was going to be approximately an eight-week trial. Though how they know, I have no yeah. idea. Uh, well, I mean, every. At the beginning of the trial, both sides have to say, this is what I plan to cover. Mm-hmm. And this is about how long I plan to spend on it. And then the judge goes, okay, well, this is how long you actually get make do. And like you had been told that this case, the judge had said, they're going to do this case on Saturdays too. Yeah. Right? No, no breaks. You get Sunday yes. off and that's it. And I'm mad because today's Saturday. And you turn on the TV. And I turned on the TV and there was freaking paid programming on. What the hell? Were... <laughs> I, I was the... so I had to get up at five o'clock on a Saturday and work. And you were madder than me that morning. (laughs) You're like, I can't believe this isn't on. I was told it was going to be on. Where is my show? I kept flipping around, hoping that once pay programming was done, that they would have it on. But no, but no, no, I had to turn to the internets. (laughs) So all of this is good fun, right? I've enjoyed watching you watch it. It's interesting to me that you, you become, you are, you become fixated on things. And you don't let them go, right? Well, the thing is, is I like having my thoughts validated, especially when it comes to that kind of thing. Right. 
So the commentary that they have from various observers, yeah, especially if they reiterate exactly what's been going on in my head, then I know I'm not cuckoo. Right. And you've said several times in the past two weeks, oh, I could do this. I could go be a lawyer totally. today. It's not hard. I've already got it mastered. And anytime they say something, I was already there. Now, I've, all this is interesting, right? And I'm, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. And I also enjoy listening to your exclamations from the room. I knew it. I hear mm-hmm. that a lot. <laughs> I knew I was right. I knew that. But I'm a little bit disturbed because thing three was very right. sick. Right, yeah. right at the end of school. She, yeah. got, she got very sick. She was hacking and wheezing. Not sounding good. And it was time to take her to the after hours clinic. And you came strolling into the den saying, okay, let's, let's go. And I looked you up and down and I said, that's, that's how you're going. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you looked at me like, what? You were wearing the same clothes. Now they fit you. Casey Anthony wears clothes that don't fit. Right. Mm-hmm. And in an well, attempt, they're doing it on purpose. In an attempt to hide her giant boobs. Right. Right. She's got an enormous rack and they're trying to hide it by making her look dowdy. Mm-hmm. You were wearing the same shirt yes and the same hairstyle yes and i said you're creeping me out (laughs) (laughs) it was completely unintentional the same clothes (laughs) but i even not not close (laughs) the same shirt and i said please stop okay i am absolutely no fan of casey anthony that's what you say but you I know do how, not like the woman. This is right, and I understand she's a horrible monster. I mean, there's really no getting around it. Even if she didn't kill her kid, she is a horrible but person. She's fascinating, nonetheless. Right, and you know who else feels like this? People who go see the Night Stalker in jail. Chicks, chicks who show up and go. I, love, I think he's scary. I love though. You. I love, you, if he right. was scary, you wouldn't right. go see him. You you don't the, you don't think the chicks who fall in love with serial killers in prison understand that they are scary motherfuckers? That's part of it. Yeah, I don't know. That's part of. I'm what not going to go them. visit her. I'm not going to write her any letters. Right. That's right. That's what you say now. <laughs> I'm worried that after a few more weeks of this trial, and it really kicks in, that I'm going to have to take the kids away somewhere safe. Cut it out. <laughs> I am worried, though, that if summertime TV doesn't pick it up a little bit, I'm going to have some serious withdrawal problems once the trial is actually over. There will be nothing to hold my attention. Well, they'll probably be Big Brother by then. You're a big fan of Big Brother. Right? Yeah, better start. I don't know. I haven't seen any weeds, weeds will be on. The big C will be on. Yeah, I'm just saying there better be something that replaces it. I, I've got, I'm starting to get really mixed feelings about TV, to be honest. 99% of new shows fail and aren't any good and deserve to have failed, right? True. The the 0.1% that we enjoy gets canceled anyway. Yes. Right? The only shows, I mean, really, I was trying to, th- I was thinking about this the other day. The only shows that you and I truly enjoy on TV probably fit on one hand. Ready? Deadliest Catch. Deadliest Catch. Justified. Yes. Dexter. Yes. Weeds. Yeah, and even that sometimes. And, and that's eh. getting on the edge. Mm-hmm. I will admit that's getting on the mm-hmm. edge. And the last spot would probably go to Nurse Jackie or the Big Seat, depending. Right? Like the I end like of, The Walking Dead also. Okay, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But so there's five or six, really. And that's it. And if, if there was no other TV, I'd be like, okay, whatever. 
You know oh, what I'm I saying? Like Big Brother and the Amazing Race and those kind of things too. Right, but if they were but not on, if they were not on anymore, mm-hmm. like if they said we're not doing Big Brother this year, we're not doing uh, Amazing Race this year, you wouldn't go, oh man. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like that's true. The deadliest catch is going to end the season. I know. Right. I mean, I don't have any doubt. They're saying it's that not makes going me sad. to. But I don't see how it's going to go on. I don't because either. it's it's a it it's needs a mess. to go away because it's just going to keep getting worse and. Right, and it's it's a ter- it's going to end on a terrible note. I'm not saying there's going to be a happy ending. It's going to be sad. But I think they've wrapped up the natural flow of the show, right? They started off with a bunch of young fishermen, really. And over the course of the past six or seven years, they've gotten old and beaten down. Mm-hmm, and they're and, retiring. And everything or... is not, nothing's working anymore. They can't find fish. I mean, they can't find the crabs. People have terrible crises in their own life. People are coming to realize that this is a job for a young man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's sad, but it really is the natural ending of the story. So if it it ends tomorrow, I will be crushed. But that's just one less reason for me to keep watching fucking TV. I know. And honestly, if it keeps going like this, I will cancel cable and we will just order shit series on or just buy the fucking series when it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I didn't watch Weeds over the summer, but in September... The I know, but the problem is then when you do that, when you buy a DVD, you'll sit down and watch the whole thing in one day. Well, <laughs> You're not just going to watch one episode I, a week. I agree. It's hard to ration it, but we waste we spend a lot of money on TV, and I don't know that it's necessary. If I could buy TV that just let me turn it on and watch pay-per-view every once in a while, I think we'd be okay. If I could only pay for shows I wanted to watch, like if they charged me a dollar a show, right, and I just order it when I want to watch it, a dollar per episode we would save hundreds of dollars a year well that's true but then by the same token if you like scroll through for the pay-per-view movies and you want to watch something like oh let's say red dawn do i really want to pay nine dollars for it See, okay. no <laughs> i i will say that the pay-per-view uh pricing is just fucked in the face i honestly am not gonna pay more than six dollars to watch anything that's not going to happen. But I would pay $6 for a first run movie, right? Just out of the theaters. I haven't sure. seen it yet. $6. And then I think you need to knock a dollar off for every five years old the movie is. I agree. <laughs> Some of that old school stuff, like Rocky. Come on now. Right. And when, I, when you get back to stuff that was in the 80s, that shit needs to be free. Or, or a dollar. I would pay a dollar to watch stuff. Like Red Dawn. Okay, I'm paying a dollar. I'll watch Red Dawn. Yeah. And stuff like Xanadu that probably never should have come out ever before. How about you just get right. that for free? Come right. on. Cough right. it up. <laughs> and maybe there should be a selection every month that's free. You know what I'm saying? The, this month, these are free. Next month, they're going to cost a dollar or two. But I really wonder if that's where TV is headed. You know what I mean? If that's how it's going to end up. You mm-hmm. were just going to pay for shit you want to see. Because I honestly... The current method of I have to buy a thousand channels of bullshit is not working out for me. That's you, true. And then it's, a, you know, people, not enough people subscribe to certain channels or the programming on right. certain channels and they would get a clue. Right. Like exactly. National Geographic. National Geographic, in my opinion, is, has probably one of the better reputations as far as documentary type shows would go. Yeah, if you don't mind. You, know, you would trust National Geographic. Right. Unfortunately, they take every subject 
that even might be remotely interesting, uh, they it, and they kill it. They just make it boring as shit. Like, okay, for example, you and I saw a cute little honey badger video on the YouTubes the other day, right? Where it showed a honey badger walking around killing a bunch of shit, and there was a sassy gay man doing voiceover. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Honey badger don't give a shit. Honey badger's going to kill this. Yeah, one. it was hilarious. And it was funny. Now, the show that it came from, National Geographic wisely put that back on the schedule, right? Right. So you could watch it. Unfortunately, it's a fucking hour long. That's too long. I need a half an hour of Honey Badger fucking shit up with exciting commentary, right? Because that's all it's going to be. The Honey Badger, the cool thing about the Honey Badger is it just kills shit. Anything that gets in the way, the Honey Badger kills it and eats it. A cobra. Honey Badger bites it on the face. The cobra bites the Honey Badger. Don't get me wrong, right? Right. And what does the Honey Badger do when it gets bit by a cobra? It sleeps it off. It falls asleep. Gets a little hangover. Wakes up 10 minutes later and eats the fucking cobra. That is badass. I mean, there's no, there's no getting around it. This thing is badass. And yet, when National Geographic does a documentary on it, I fall asleep in 10 minutes. Yes. It's, <laughs> like, it's 10 minutes, I was like, we're really not going to watch this whole thing, right? Because I can't do it. It's, it's unbelievable. Now, on the other hand, I think Discovery Channel from 10 years ago might have been the perfect channel for us. Because we watched the shit out of that channel. Because it was mostly stuff like Life in the ER. Right? It was documentaries, yeah. but it was, we're just going to go where exciting shit is happening and film it for you. And right. we'll, we'll edit it up into nice stories and watch it. And there's, I think that's most of what we watch now. We watch shit like Swamp People, which I used to mock, but this season is much better than last season. Don't you agree? I think it's Swamp, entertaining. I think Swamp sure. People this year is much better than it was the first season because A, it's more exciting. And B, they're explaining more about what people are actually fucking doing. Swamp people season one i was like you're all stupid and and if you get killed i won't be surprised because you're doing some dumb shit out there and well, well they still do some dumb they, stuff. they still do some dumb shit like uh we're gonna go hunt bullfrogs in the middle of the night in the fucking swamp so we and can I'm gonna get out of the boat tomorrow. right i'm gonna get out of the boat without a flashlight and wander off into yes. the fucking woods see what happens see what happens and then when he comes back he's all scared wow that was scary <laughs> are you surprised but that's mostly what I want to see. I, I want to see good reality TV, which means not reality game shows necessarily. And I want to see good scripted TV. That's really what it boils down to. That's all I want to watch. Well, Mark Burnett things. has a show coming out that I'm going to enjoy. I think it's something akin to a, a, what I can tell is somewhat of a game show combined with the eco challenge. It's, it's the amazing race, only more serious. Yeah. Right. It's I more it's physical. Intriguing. It's more. It's more wilderness survival. I can't remember the name of it though. I can't either. Here's the problem with Mark Burnett's Burnett's best shows, right? Because the best show he ever did was the Eco Challenge. Mm-hmm. That was the best show, Mark Burnett. Fuck Survivor. Fuck any of the other shows he's made. The Eco Challenge was the one. The problem is people died. Right. So, <laughs> I think it's kind of a buzzkill. <laughs> I think this show is going to, it looks very dangerous. So we'll see. But, you know, honestly, TV's just not doing it for us like it used to. Maybe it's because we're getting old. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're not going to watch the fucking Jersey Shore. You know what I'm saying? Yuck. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not going to. There's some shit you show me and I just go, no. And that was the problem with series TV this year. 90% mm-hmm. of the new shows, we just went, absolutely not. 
Yeah, I like the, there's a summer <laughs> reboot show. I don't even remember the name of it, but it's it's essentially the same thing as a show from the 70s. Yeah, it's called Love Bites. Yes, it's from like Love American style. Which I, all you oldies <laughs> out there, I know you know what fact, I'm talking about. You, you go, hey, that's Love American style. And I went, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you talking about? It's like from 1970 <laughs> or something. I don't even know how I'd remember. I remember it very vividly. It's just little love story vignettes, right? It's like 10 yes. minute stories. And it had like, it's Love Boatish because it has celebrities. But it's not love boatish like fun. It's no, 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 it's no. stupid. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Dumb. I bet they could do. I bet. Well, see though, I thought they could do a Fantasy Island reboot that would be good, and I was wrong. So maybe they can't do a love boat reboot. I don't know. I don't know. Let's do some news. Okay. Yeah. New, new, new news with Kim. Texas lawmakers are standing up to the TSA, saying that invasive pat downs amount to sexual harassment. In response, the federal government has threatened to cancel any flight or series of flights for which it could not ensure the safety of passengers and crew. Earlier this month, the Texas House of Representatives unanimously passed a bill that aims to keep TSA agents from touching flyers' private areas. Now, for one thing, I was kind of surprised that the Texas state government had done anything of any use to its citizens ever. So this I found shocking. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, nice to see you're standing up. And really... Texas is one of the few states that can go, you know what? Fuck you. No, we're not doing this because you're going to cancel all flights in and out of Dallas. Good luck with that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because it's not, it's not like a minor hub. You will fuck up air traffic in the entire United States if you do that. I mean, immediately fuck up everything because thousands and thousands of flights go through there every day and they're coming from all over the world. And I found it interesting that Republicans, for the first time in a long time, were interested in keeping hands off of private areas. Because that's for them. Oh, the, it's only them that's allowed the to forbidden be the zone for everybody feeling. else. Yeah. <laughs> but I did find it interesting that Texas finally said, you know what? Why don't you stop fucking fingering our ladies? Because that's really what's been going on down here. I don't know if people have seen it in the news, but there have been several chicks who have been traumatized by this TSA search. Right. Because they're not just. Like, it's not just a kind of a friendly rubbing my hand over your groin. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just kind of run your hand between their legs. They're pushing up inside. That's disgusting. Right. And as a lady, I would imagine having your jeans and your underwears, you know, by some sausage finger guard crammed up your slit might be unpleasant. Well, yeah, because the bulky <laughs> seam of your jeans is right there where there's a, an intersection of four. Not not to mention Layers. the fact that's not cool. Right. Not to mention the fact that I imagine I don't, I don't know this personally because I don't have a vagina, but I would imagine as a lady having somebody forcibly cram something in your vagina kind of triggers a lot of unhappy thoughts. Right. Absolutely. Kind of makes you feel a little panicky. Gets you a little punchy, and and rightly so. So I'll be curious to see how this all shakes out. They've been going back and forth on this shit for a few weeks now. Where Texas is like fuck you no, and the, the government's like please, we're gonna fuck you. we're gonna fuck your shit up. And really, I think what's going to end up happening is Texas is just going to hire their own people and do it their own way. Well, I think that's an option. It, it is an option, but the part that's not an option is the TSA says you can hire your own dudes, but they still have to use our methods. You see what I'm saying? Whatever. But Texas is like, no, we don't have to. And I really am a little bit nervous that this is part of a big plan here in Texas. A big plan to what? To start telling the federal government to fuck off. On a regular basis, right up until the point where Texas is finally just going to go, I don't feel like being part of this country anymore. 
Because there's a lot of... Well, I think they've been threatening that for a while. There's a lot of wing nuts in our government down here now who think it sounds like a pretty good idea. And in some ways, they have a point. We have a lot of natural gas and oil down here. We have a lot of the beef industry down here. You know what I'm saying? We could say, eh, we're going to do our own thing for a while. Because we we are one of the few states that generates enough money to kind of handle most of our own shit. Not all of it. So I'll be interested to see. But it would be nice that I could fly again without having to worry about somebody trying to put something in my butt. Because I'm not flying while there's a chance somebody's going to put something in my butt. Very private area. Only for special people. Hobos and whatnot. Oh, here's my next one. Boy, that's just like transportation themed. Do you see how I did that? Yes. Don't get on the bus in Fort Worth, Texas, if you're not properly dressed. The Fort Worth Transportation Authority, known as the T, has implemented a new policy that prohibits any passenger from boarding a bus with saggy pants that expose the person's underwear or buttocks. Riders don't want to see a person dressed like that on a public bus. Joan Hunter, communications manager for the T, told Reuters on Thursday, our customers think it's disrespectful. There's a couple things about the story that I find funny. What about accidental butt crack? No, you need to cover that shit up, Kim. What do you think is funny? A, nobody calls it the T. No. <laughs> nice try. I like, I like how they're like. Trying to be hip and cool. It <laughs> no, ain't working. We're the T. the bus. No, you're not. You're the Come fucking on. bus. Nobody. In, in the DFW area, you refer to things either as dart. Right? Yes. The train. This is Fort Worth, so it's not Dart. I mean, because Dart is Dallas. Dart goes to Dallas, too. Or the bus. That's the only thing. I mean, Dart goes to Fort Worth, too. But that's the only thing you call it. You call it either Dart, the bus, or the train. That's it. No other cutesy names. It's known as the T within the organization. Right. <laughs> they, that's what they call it when they're trying to get morale up. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, I have considered, and you've considered before, Taking public transport in the DFW area. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Briefly. there's there's no fucking way. No. It's populated by the worst people in society. And it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that this is actually a good case of you want to ride the bus, be a respectful human being. Don't be a douche. Well, are they going to equip the bus doors and windows with bulletproof glass? Because I can see some <laughs> dude trying to get on the bus. And just going, come on, He gets turned down because his pants are hanging too low. And he just, yeah, opens fire. I do think it's another one of those things where you're putting your public service people in, a position, in a position where they're going to have to get involved in some confrontations. Maybe they'd I like know. Because honestly, what if you have a female bus driver and some dude comes on? I, I agree. I mean, I think that's... Is, are they really going to say no? Right. I, and I do think I that's I'd feel an issue. I do think it's an issue. But then again, more and more society is proving it can be self-policing about this kind of shit. You know uh, what I'm saying? Where everybody on the bus goes, you're not getting on the fucking bus until you fix your pants. And if you keep pushing, we're going to get off the bus and beat you down. So here's my thing. Are they going to have like a ruler on the bus steps? Like you would get on a ride at Six Flags <laughs> and say, if there's a gap between the top of your pants and your butt cheeks, or, you know, is in between this range, I, you, you don't get on. I think the so actual measurable. <laughs> I think, I think the actual rule is if I can see your underwear or your butt crack, you're not riding the bus. And that includes ridiculous whale tail thongs and all that shit. No. As somebody who has a ridiculously large ass crack and I manage to keep it covered pretty much at all times, if I can do it, everybody else can. I don't I don't think it's fair to say you have a large butt crack. You have a, a long, long 
butt crack. Yes. It starts higher up on your back than most people are used to. Absolutely. You're like, I'm trying to give people an image of the magic ass. If you saw a picture of Ice T's wife, right? Come on. Just hang on. Hang on. Or a slightly slimmer Kim Kardashian. Kim's butt falls in between those two. You couldn't. <laughs> I think Kim Kardashian's ass is even bigger than mine. I said a slimmer. Sorry. I said a slimmer. You. You couldn't rest a Coke can on your butt. No, thankfully. Like. That's not a right. goal I aspire to. Well, that was the thing. I can sleep well at night. When I was flipping around looking for celebrity news, because we do that sometimes on the show, that was one of the things that Coco, which is Ice-T's wife, has been posting lately. It's like, here's a picture of me balancing a drink on my ass. And not like she's leaned over. Like, she's standing there, and there's a Coke on the shelf of her butt. Now, I will give somebody credit for developing an ass of that magnitude, because that shit doesn't happen on accident. You know what I'm saying? She's in the gym working on her ass, building up ass muscle. Does so, she bill herself as like a portable side table? Well, <laughs> a fashionable one she, at that? She kind of bills herself as a ridiculous person. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she's really pushing shit to the extreme. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do, fine. She's going to end up broken in the future, right? Because her ass is giant. And right now it's mostly muscle, like a finely muscled ham but in a few more years she's not gonna be able to keep that shit up right and it's gonna no, turn into something gravity's gonna take hold <laughs> it's gonna turn into something nasty nasty but anyway that's my point you don't have a butt like that but you do have nice. a pretty a pretty extraordinary butt and like you said it starts a little higher on your back than most people are used to hmm, keep that shit covered up <laughs> next story A drunken sailor called the Swedish Coast Guard yesterday to say his wife had drowned after falling overboard when, in fact, he had forgotten to bring her aboard. The distraught man, drifting in his disabled craft with a broken tiller near Kalmar, off the south coast of Sweden, claimed his wife had drowned after he couldn't find her on the boat, the local reports. Rescuers soon found that the sailor's wife had never even been on the boat and was safe on land. That's got to be some embarrassing shit. <laughs> uh, my wife is drowned. Well, at least he was she remorseful. Fell, she fell off my boat while I was passed out drunk like an idiot. Uh, sorry, your wife's at home. What? <laughs> have you ever done that? No. Not, not this exact thing. But have you ever thought you lost something or someone and then realized that it never even left the house with you? I don't think I've ever lost a person and not know that they were with me originally. Have you? I thought I lost one of the kids before, and I ended up I didn't bring them with me. <laughs> I pretty much know because they never shut up from the time they get in the car. <laughs> uh, it, it, it only happens. It only happens when they're little. Like I, I distinctly remember one time thinking that I was going to take thing one with me to run some errands. And she was little, like in a car seat, little, mm-hmm. right? Only that day you had, she you, she was at one of your friend's houses while you were at work and I was at home, right? And I just completely spaced it off and I went and ran errands. And then I came back out to the car after running errands and went, there's no kid in my car. And you know how you have that, like where your brain is trying to reconcile two completely different yeah. pieces of information. But then I figured, I mean, I never... I never lost anybody. 
No, I mean, we actually physically, truly left thing one in a car seat on the porch once. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. We were we, not, not for long, but we, we got did in it. the car and we, I started the car and then we went, oh, there's a kid on the porch. Oh, we have a baby now. <laughs> I want to take it with I us. Guess, I guess we, the kid got outside, but she didn't quite make it to the car. So let's put her in the car and go from there. But we were new parents. I think that's, I mean, that's our excuse there, right? We were well, dumb. we didn't get very far. No, we didn't get out of the driveway. No. But still, I mean, that's the thing. Tyler was saying he thought he lost his glasses when he was a kid and he was actually wearing them. Well, I think people do that a lot. That happens a lot. And our mm-hmm. children many, many times have been looking for a phone that's in their hand. Or their pocket. Or their pocket. Mm-hmm. Or otherwise invisible sight. But that's <sighs> completely different than a person. Yeah, that's true. I mean, people lose things all the time. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I certainly wouldn't get in a boat so drunk that I didn't know that I didn't bring my wife. I mean, that's a no, dumb. I don't think getting on a boat drunk is a good idea to begin plan. with. Really? Because you've never been drunk on the river. Yeah, I don't think I remember getting <laughs> there drunk. I'm not saying I didn't get drunk once I got there. I, I was going to say. But I, I don't I, think I ever got there drunk originally. I know for a fact that you have put your ass in the river in an inner tube and by the time you arrived at your destination you were shit faced. but I wasn't when I got there is what I'm saying. True. true. Maybe he wasn't drunk when he got in the boat either. You know what I mean? He just Maybe. became drunk. Maybe. I don't know. Alright, you got any other stories over no. there? I don't. Maybe he's pulling a Casey Anthony. I don't know where she is. Oh yeah, I killed her. Yeah, my bad. I lied. Huh. I am watching you though. Oh, brother. You don't think it's a little weird when all of a sudden you put on kid killer clothes? I don't really think I'm... A little weird. Well, okay, that is I, that was completely unintentional. But see, subconsciously, maybe not. Not subconsciously. Maybe subconsciously. You're like, oh, look at me. Look at me. All right, if they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. rwtyshow at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can just leave Reddit com, leave us a review on iTunes, vote for some podcast. I'll deal with any of that, any or all of that shit. Also, if you go to my website, click the Amazon link, you can buy shit, and I will get paid. No skin off your nose at all. You were going to buy it anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Those weird giant dildos, you were going to buy them anyway, so why not just buy them on Amazon so I get paid too, and I can see what you're up to. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com.